0: Hey, everybody. So somebody recently sent us an interesting question, and I think you'll find it interesting as well.
1: And we're going to play it for you. But before we play their question, we want you to know that we think there's actually a better question to ask. So here we go. When do you know that you have put God second to your spouse? And what does that balance look like?
0: So when I first listened to this question, I sat back and thought, hmm. Is there maybe a better way of asking this question?
1: So here's why. When we look at scripture, um, you know, going to Ephesians five, because we often think of Ephesians five as Paul's marriage passage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but really there's only a, a portion of that that's directly to husbands and wives. If we expand the context and we look at the entirety of Ephesians five, what Paul's actually getting at is, Hey, you were once in darkness. Now you're called into light, into the light. And what does that look like to now be living in the light? And he gives all these descriptions. And part of that includes what our marriage, should look like.
0: So the question initially was, how do I know if I prioritize my relationship with my wife over my relationship with God? And the way we see it is our relationship with God dictates how good our relationship with our spouse is. So having a strong re- relationship with your spouse is one of serv- servitude. Mm-hmm. It's it's being mutually, the Bible says in, in Ephesians uh, chapter five, mutually submitted to each other. Yeah. That's how the whole s- church is supposed to be. My wife is a part of that church. Mm-hmm. And so we are to be mutually submitted to each other. So when that's in place, when we are submitted to each other and that relationship is functioning well, then we are serving God how we ought to serve him
1: and I like the last part of this person's question where he said how do we balance that because that's actually what we're aiming to do is ask a question how do I balance the various parts of my spiritual walk your marriage is part of that spiritual walk so for instance you know um what if we said You know, how do I know when um, my giving thanks to God um, is second to my spiritual walk, second to God? It doesn't make sense. Right. We're like, well, giving thanks to God is part of your spiritual walk. But if that's all you did, you just walked around giving thanks to God and you did nothing else as part of your spiritual walk. That would be out of balance. Right. Right. And so it's uh, it's kind of uh, in the same way that that would be silly to ask that it is kind of silly to say, how do I know if my relationship with my spouse is, um, you know, if, if I'm putting God second to that relationship, well, your relationship with your spouse is part of your spiritual right.
0: walk. And this is co- of course for a believer that's, um, it, so their marriage and you know, their spiritual walk and all this is, is present, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you could be married and, and not following God. Of course, that's not going to be a spiritual, you know, experience with your wife yeah but for a believer that spiritual walk in in mutual submission is essential Mm -hmm. for a vibrant uh spiritual walk
1: so we wanted to um give you the details of this. So we're going to go to Ephesians five. Um, so Paul's talking to the church of Ephesus. He's talking to them about coming out of darkness and into the light. Verse 10, he says, so prove what is acceptable unto the Lord. Prove what, what the will of God is. He says, don't have fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness. Uh, r- rather reprove them. Then he says, um, it's a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. And then he, so he's talking about, let's, let's do righteous things. Right. Um, so skipping down, he says, walk circumspectly, not as fools, <laughs> redeem the time. Um, uh, you know, don't be unwise, understand what the will of the Lord is. So again, this is in the context of what is the will of God. Mm-hmm. And so verse 18, he says, don't be drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit. So it's interesting. Here's a semicolon. He's going to give you ways to be filled with the spirit. Verse right. 19. How do we do this? Yeah. So how do we do it? Speak to each other in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. So, so there we go. We have some examples of what it looks like to be filled with the spirit.
0: Then another semicolon.
1: Right. So, and what else? Verse 20, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the father in the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Verse 21, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. And the word fear there in the Greek means to reverence or to be in awe of. And mm-hmm. so and then he goes on like the popular marriage verses that we quote often. Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as unto the Lord. Um, And then skipping down to verse 25, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. So that's, again, uh, servitude. That's how husbands are to love their wives is to be in in servitude, Mm -hmm. how Christ gave himself for the church. So that's the kind of love that we are called to do for each other and submission one to another. And that is part of the will of God and Part of right. our relation, our spiritual relationship, this is being filled with the spirit. Here are the ways.
0: And one of the, the, the part of the question too was, and how do we know when we're imbalanced? And I think that anything good, so these are the parts where we're talking about the good, how it ought to be. Mm-hmm. Any of these can be corrupted, right? We yeah. can not so say, if we're not in the will of God, then I, uh, you know, I'm maybe prideful toward my wife. Sure. So demanding that she does certain things instead of mutual submission would, how can I meet her needs so she can meet my needs that Mm -hmm. I have? Or how can I help you help me? Yeah. (laughs) Help me
1: help you. Right. It's that Mm -hmm. mutual, um, reciprocal submission. And that is that, that relationship of servitude is part of Our spiritual walk. Um, And so, you know, another example we could say is like, you know, someone who focuses on their um, their their musicianship, you know, like someone who plays an instrument and. And you could ask that question. Well, how do I know when playing my instrument is becoming, you know, more important, more of a priority than my walk with God? Well, again, let's shift that question and let's say, how do I balance the various parts of my spiritual walk? Because playing this instrument is part of that spiritual walk. But if that's all I do and I don't Mm -hmm. focus on submission to one another, if I don't focus on giving thanks
0: to God or love, right, we could do all mm -hmm. these things and not have love. So if I'm not being loving, I could be an amazing musician and play all these instruments beautifully. But if I don't do it with love or it emanating out of love, mm-hmm. then I'm doing it for nothing. Yeah. So it's being it's being studious with all the different elements of your walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's putting on love. It's putting on servanthood. It's it's all these things.
1: Yeah. So share in the comments. We want to know from you, what are some other ways that we balance? I mean, Paul lists some specific ways here in Ephesians Mm -hmm. five, but what are some other ways that we balance our spiritual walk? Um, and we want to, we want to hear that from you.
0: And hopefully this video has been helpful. Um, interesting question, right? Yeah. But, um, if you liked this video, please like it. That would really help us out.
1: Yep. And subscribe. You can hear more ask episodes here at the end screen. You'll see a link. And also, if you want to ask your own question to be included in our ask episode, you can click the speak pipe link in the description and you'll be able to go and record your own question right now.
0: We'd love to hear your voice.